So for the record, I still have my caltrops and my and my marbles. They're kind of tucked away. Yeah, we would not want you to lose your marbles. Well, yeah. too late. So Pain for me. One, two, three. So we have like 40 of these pumps that we got to deal with. What's uh, underneath the bridge? An endless crevasse that goes down to some rushing water. Oh. Well, it must be Tuesday. Yes. Well, that's not good. No, it, it's not. I am very scared. Chapter 167. Ambush at the Chasm. Okay. So we are back with the regular party here. And uh, you guys are down deep in the depths of the earth. And... Uh, Things had gotten a little hop in there uh, just recently. Uh, after wandering around from cavern to cavern, deep in the underdark, kind of lost in the world there uh, under the under the surface, you guys had finally run into your first set of drow. You ran into some driders just recently, which gave you some hope that you were on the right track. Uh, but now you've actually run into some drow. Um, and uh, what what did you guys think this drow contingent was? Border guards. Yeah, looked like some sort of entry point, you know. Yeah, it seemed to be some kind of a tarot point. station or something like that. They, uh, there was in the cavern, there was a uh, kind of a writing desk with a, a ledger on it or something, and some kind of maybe a strong box, as if perhaps this is where um, the uh, tolls are taken for people heading down deep into the. Uh, the city of Karst and all that stuff. And of course, things went just swimmingly when you were here, didn't they? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I tried. Well, it was a tense moment. I sure had sweat on my drow. Yeah. Uh. And uh, you guys uh, had actually used the seeming spell to make yourself look like drow. But amazingly enough, when you came in, the gal who was the charge of the group here seemed to know that you were in fact overworlders and uh that uh and as as uh, jesse intoned uh, your attempts to convince them otherwise went south really quick unfortunately uh but anyways you guys uh are sitting here you guys got in a big kerfuffle with the uh the guards and had taken them all down although it seems like maybe the caster herself had escaped and uh, here you are. The, the dust is settling and the uh, you know, bodies are putrefying. And uh, there you are. So um, what are we going to do? Actually, uh, since we just came back from the tabaxi, why don't we go around and introduce everybody again, as we often do when we uh, shift from one group to the other. And so, Bryce, why don't you start us off and uh, why don't you uh, tell us about Cotter? So Cotter is a paladin of Dianact. He's a half-elf. He wears remarkably shiny chainmail because it's made of mithril. He has a sword that lights on fire. He has a tiny crystal pet now that feeds off electricity, I think. Yeah, apparently so. And he's cool. Anyways, and what does he look like? Oh, you had to go there, didn't you? Yep. I have that on a sheet of paper here somewhere. Wait. Brown hair. I have it listed. Brown I, eyes. I found it. Yes. So he has a uh, like five foot ten shoulder length brown hair and wears a helmet all the time. Very good. But not all the time. That didn't sound right. Oh well. <laughs> okay, good. And uh then uh Jesse, why don't you uh tell us about Adri? So Adri is um, a rather short, since we're starting with physical descriptions, apparently, um, a short-ish half-drow. Um, she's got uh, the kind of darker skin of the drow and very pale blonde hair, but not quite as dark or light as uh, full-blooded drow. 
Uh, she's actually originally from the city that we're heading into. Um, she's a monk. Uh, she is from the same school that Noan is from, and she follows the way of the shadows, which is more stealth oriented and uh, closer to a ninja than a classic monk. Okay, and uh, Matt, uh, why don't you uh, tell us uh, about uh, Noan? So Noan is a tiefling monk way of the open hand and quite fearsome at that. Uh, so no one is about five foot 11, a live build, uh, had two kind of medium sized horns, but has one now, one was broken off in a, in a battle, uh, no tail. And you know, the reddish hued skin and red eyes that you would expect from a tiefling. And is by far one of the best uh, party members that, that we have here. <laughs> And uh, Drew, uh, why don't uh, why don't you tell us about Creval? Uh, Creval is a bronze dragonborn. He has the ability to use lightning as a breath weapon. Um, he is one of the older people in the party. Uh, whereas uh, traditionally dragonborn are pristinely clean and very proud of it. He is covered in ritualistic scarring, similar to a Maori warrior. He recently uh, acquired some heavy metal armor, which he now has taken to wearing, kind of an homage back to when he was uh, working as a fighter for a little while. He carries a double-handed glaive, though recently acquired a greatsword that he can also light on fire as necessary. He is uh, our only multi-class character. He is a fourth-level barbarian and a sixth-level cleric of uh, the Domain of War, and his god of choice is Nuwata. Very good. And uh, then, Owen, why don't you tell us about Arlen? Arlen is a wild magic sorcerer. He is uh, fairly short. He has blue eyes, short blonde hair. Um, he ha Right now, he is in normal adventuring clothes um, and has a really cool cape. He uh, carries around a wand of magic missile. And on the back of his left arm... He has a interesting tattoo that keeps growing at, at seemingly every level. Very Ooh. exciting, yeah. Oh, and I knocked my dice everywhere. Oh, well. Okay, very good. So um, that's the group, and so there you are. You're in the middle of this cavern. Uh, there's a whole bunch of dead drow at your feet, uh, all uh, stabbed and slashed and poisoned and burnt and all those horrible things you do. And uh, like I said, uh, on one side of the cavern, there's a writing desk and a strong box. And then uh, at the back of the cavern, there's an exit out. Apparently, once again, um, going into the road, maybe down to Karst. Um, as you remember, both the entrance and the exit of this room were both um, constructed with um, masonry. So the actual hand, you know, uh, bricks and so forth, or blocks and so forth, uh, to make choke points. So that uh, only one person at a time could come through into the entrance and, and, and similar to exit. Just just big enough, enough for a cart or something to go through. And uh, that's about it. Um, and anyways, there you are. So uh, actually, why don't we go around really quick and uh, figure out where we are with resources. So um, Cotter, where are you right now with your resources after all the fights you guys have been in lately? So I'm at 73 out of 80 hit points. I've used two hit dice apparently before, and I'm down to only two first level spell slots and one second level spell slot. And I have my, both my thirds. Actually, have we taken a long? You have not taken no. a long rest in a while. Okay. And I am down to one singular lay on hands hit point. Okay. So Matt, why don't you tell us uh, where Noan is right now? So Noan had actually been healed up and is doing pretty good but is down to three key points and is eager to take a rest and regain them. Definitely. Good. And how about uh, Creval there, Drew? Uh, where, how, uh, how far down is he right now? Uh, Creval is showing the combat. Yeah, him and uh, I believe it was Cotter were the point of the spear on this last one. So he took a bit of a beating. Um, he did not go into a rage, I don't think. So he, that's half the reason why he got so beat up. I have one channel divinity left. I have four first level spells left. Once or two second level, 
one third left. I have one rage, no more war priest abilities, and then I have four healing pots left and one elixir of health. Very good. And uh, then Arlen, how are you looking right now? Um, I'm down 10 hit points. I have two first level spell slots left, two sorcery points left, and Tides of Chaos is active. And one charge on the Wand of Magic Missile, which I don't want to expend because then I have to, knowing my luck, it will crumble into nothing. Yep, the way it goes. And Jesse, did you uh, find your sheet there? Um, I don't know exactly how many key points I'm down, but I'm down quite a few. I know that. Um, and I do know that I got healed up to uh, full hit points as well. So I'm doing all right, but definitely can use the short rest to get key points back. Okay, good. So uh, dinged a little bit here, but not too bad. Okay, so there you are. You're sitting in the cavern. And um, what are you going to do? Obviously, we're going to take a, a short rest before we can do anything else. But uh, then what after that? Well, I'm a little concerned that the spellcaster took off because um, they're probably going to bring some reinforcements. So, you know, maybe a short rest here is even too dangerous. Thoughts, anyone? Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good place to set up a camp even for that. Like maybe we can grab the box and go back to the drider room or something like that. Well, the, the box, is a, box is about the size of a, like a really sizable foot uh, foot locker or a small steamer trunk so it's it's not like you could just pick it up and carry it it's uh it's pretty darn massive and it's made out of some sort of metal do we really feel the need to go rob the drow entry point like tariff area aren't we like well they may have currency that's unique to the city that we'll need (laughs) he's got a point yeah, what's what's in that ledger area? Yeah, I want to open up that box. Okay, so um, how are you going to open up the box there, Carval? Uh, uh, well, I want to inspect it first and see if there's any sort of trap on it or anything. Okay, give me investigation. And while you're doing that, um, Adri, you're going over to the uh, to the ledger. Yes. Okay, <laughs> and you you open up the box there, and um, apparently this ledger was uh, scribed. You can see the scribe's name in the top by someone named Heath, and uh, it has just a whole bunch of different. It's like date, you know, party came in, party came in, party came in, you know, or merchant, 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 you know, and and the amounts that they uh, they collected from each one, and then at the bottom of each day, there's a daily total. And it's a tidy sum, um, you know. There's it uh, definitely definitely shows quite a bit there in in, in uh, tariffs being collected. Um, and it's not like there's hundreds of entries, but there's probably a good like five to ten entries each day, um, and sometimes as much as twenty. And uh, so they're they're collecting a fair deal of money there. And uh, seventeen um, there, Craval, you you do not spot any sort of a trap or anything. There's no, no. Is there a lock on it? There is, in fact, a lock on it. Is it engaged? It is, in fact, yes. I'll search the bodies for a key. Um, and not surprisingly, um, there is not a key on any one of these male warriors. Uh, there's, uh, they have uh, various little bits and oddments, but uh, they're not carrying any any cash on them, and uh, there's no key anywhere. Okay, then I'll treat my uh, glaive like a golf club and see if I can't tee the lock off. Okay, give me an attack roll. And just because it can't hit back, I'll go reckless. Okay, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> oh my god, that was horrible. 16. 16, you smack the lock full on, give me a damage roll. It's a mimic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. Up. Yeah. 13 points of damage. Okay, good. And you just basically, because you're, especially because your, uh, your glaive is magical, right? Correct. Yeah. It just kind of slices into the metal of the, uh, of the lock and, uh, just, you know, you can just feel, you can just feel it caving in as you hit it and, uh, it, uh, you know, knocks the, the lock in twain and there it is. Okay. Lift the lid carefully. Okay. And inside there are what appears to be about, 2,300 uh, gold pieces. Wow. That's a lot. Um, yeah, maybe they collect the tariffs monthly or something like that, but it definitely had piled up to a bundle there. Do the yeah, gold- we can't carry that, really. Yeah. And, I can. 
um, do uh, the gold pieces look similar to the ones we currently have? Um, probably about half of them are currency from the above world, you know, from the Faro, um treasuries. But then about half of them are not. They uh, bear the image of a spider on one side and a beautiful drow woman's face on the other. Why don't I keep just the the underground currency in my bag of holding so we can separate it and have it obvious that way? That's a good idea. Um, we don't really have time to, you said about half of it is, right? Not mm -hmm. all of it? Right, yeah. But we're going to have to spend some time somewhere, you know, one here, one there, one here, one here. Exactly. To get the exact count. But for now, yeah, with the help of uh, everyone else, I'll just put the gold from the, the gigantic tackle box into uh, Noan's bag of holding. Um, Adri, do you know who the woman is on the other side of the coin? Do I? Oh, yeah, you do. There's, there's only one female of, uh, of note in the drow society, so you know exactly who that uh, demigod is. It's Loth. Yes. Great. She's uh, really pretty. Great. And also turns people into spiders if they're not good enough. So, Well, half oh. spiders. That, that kind of makes it worse. Yeah, it does. Exactly. Precisely. Uh, we shouldn't um, tally too long here. We should loot what we can and find some other place to be. Yeah, so do we want to go back to Dryderville and rest there? I think that would be good. Would it? Because I think that unless this is some sort of like highway robbery thing, which I don't think it is considering how much they're writing down, they probably will come back and with enough of a force to fight us off or what they think is enough to fight us off, which is probably more than enough to fight us off. So... I think we should go in the other direction and find somewhere to hide nearer to the city. So continue forward then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's only the one tunnel though, right? Uh, yeah. Counting going backwards. Yeah. There, going forward, there is just the one tunnel going down. Yeah. The, the one, the way that the, uh, the spellcaster seemed to have invisibly fled. I think we should go that direction. I mean, I, I know she fled that direction. There could be other people coming back. But I don't think going backward is going to do anything else besides get us lost. And keep in mind, any party looking for us will be coming up that tunnel. So we'll be kind of stuck. Uh, it's a risk either way. And if we go fast enough, they won't have time to raise a host to stop us. Uh, Adrian, is, is any of this sparking a memory for anything for you from being an underground? That's a good question. This is not a road that you've been on, but then, like I said, they, uh, the drow do change their access points to the surface on a regular basis. So this is, and, and really, I mean, you're only, the only knowledge you have of getting to the surface was the one time that you escaped from the Underdark. So the rest of the time you just spent down here in the various thoroughfares of the Underdark. You know, another idea is maybe we can catch up to that spellcaster and wipe them out. Uh, they're probably not sprinting to the city, so let's uh, kill the messenger. That's fair, too. Um, well, if you're going to do that, you won't have time for a short rest. So you're going to have to do the math on that, whether you uh, want to do the short rest or not. Or a couple of us can do it. I don't know that that'd be a good idea. There's more drow that direction. Splitting the party, but at the least underdark. the monks we can we can book it pretty fast if we need to. If anyone's going to catch up, it would be us. Yeah, but half an hour is or that's how long short rest. Mm -hmm. That's quite the long time to have to catch up. And you guys have been poking around this room, so you've probably already given her about a ten fifteen minute head start. I think we should just finish up the short rest here because we've spent like ten minutes here anyway, right? Yeah, like I said, you've already spent 10 or 15 minutes cleaving the uh, the uh, strong box in two and going through the ledger. All right, so we'll spend another 15 minutes here and then head on down the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. So um, obviously you'll finish up your short rest. 
you'll get all the stuff back that you get back during a short rest and you can roll any hit dice you want to oh, no. obviously you can do two at a time still and then arlen mm-hmm. would you please roll on the wild magic table oh, for boy. me fireball uh, no that's a new one. Oh my god it is fireball <laughs> Oh no! We finally got the fireball. Huh? Oh, I rolled fireball. Okay. Okay. Who's who's close to me? Everybody. Great. So what happens, guys, is you are all sitting there resting. You know, putting your bandages on and uh, tinctures on your wounds and that sort of thing. And then you notice that Arlen just has this expression like something is terribly, terribly wrong. And then all of a sudden, you just see like fire. Uh, roll up and behind his eyes and then just this wave of fire comes out and um so do, since for this fireball did the everyone get a dexterity save uh-huh. okay good. everyone gets a dexterity save including me what level uh, fireball are arlen three it's only level three yeah oh good i thought it was level four we don't no. want to kill y'all i was afraid it was level five i thought that's what i read so i'm glad didn't we have a sheet? That's... So I fail my own. Well, you didn't see it coming. My spell DC is high. I am so sorry for everybody. What, what is the spell DC? My spell DC is 17. Okay, so uh, d- a hey, dexterity 19. roll. I got a 13. Uh, I got an 11. Actually, but I take half damage. Who's, yeah. And I take quarter damage. Who's within 10 feet of me? Everybody. Oh. You guys are all sitting together in a group. Okay, then everyone gets a plus three. Good. Don't forget to add the plus three. Still that still doesn't right. help the monks, but... And how about uh, Creval? How did he do? Oh, I'm doing the math. I'm, I'm good. I'm 23. Okay. Oh, yeah. That, that'll do it. Yeah. So half damage for everybody except Arlen? Yeah, really? Oh, and nice knowing you Can you do any of that, like, directed spell? And, like, and quarter damage for me. Haha. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have... No. Well, it's wild, so I can't add anything to it. What do you mean? You cast a fourth level fire or third level fireball centered on yourself. On yourself, right? yeah. This is gonna be a world of pain for me. One, two, three. All right. So, Arlen, what did you eat, man? Who knows? Oh, it's the dwarf food. Spider. <laughs> dwarf food. Oh no! Don't forget Wait. to re-roll your ones. Okay. How many? I'm gonna say since it's wild, I can't control it at all. So I can't add any of my own stuff to it. All your right. stuff's wild. You can control it if you want to. It's out of control. Yeah, put a few of those D6s back there, man. So that's uh, 29 points of damage. Okay. To so me. 14 to everyone else. 14 and to seven, everyone seven else. To, to no one, yeah. How many did I say? 29. Oh, no. So yeah, all of a sudden, just a wave of fire oh, explodes oh, 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 from, oh, our, from our... Everything I just got back from my hit die. Yeah, yeah well... And... um. You guys notice that uh, Heath's ledger book just um, mm-hmm. kind of blows up in flames. It it deserves to after that joke. Oh, I didn't get that. So I, I'm pleased that none of you got that until I. I can it do on tides you. of Matt, chaos again. Matt didn't get it. I had to explain. We're not. So that was a lot of damage. I'm in big ouch mode. Okay. Um, so, that, yeah, that didn't work out very well. Uh, so, what can you guys do at this point about that? Um, I could cast I pass a greater healing potion to Arlen. I drink the other one myself. And I walk up and I just punch Arlen in the shoulder. <laughs> I haven't oh, used my hit die, so I'm going to do that. So, uh, no one gives you a noogie, Arlen. Yeah, well, roll table again. Yeah, roll table. <laughs> I now can uh, use um, my Tides of Chaos again. So that's exciting. Woo. Yep, Tides tides is back down again. Um, greater is 44 plus 4. 48. No, no, no bad joke. That's, oh, wow. that's really good. That's pretty good. 17 back. I'm at half. How many hit points does Arlen have? I have 37. I mean, total? No, uh, I have 54 total, and I'm down to 37. 
Okay, I'll burn a second level spell slot and cast prayer healing. Um, takes about ten minutes though. Hmm. Can and we do everyone it? Everyone else will get. Everyone around me will get. Oh wow, max healing, cool. Uh, Nineteen more points of hit points. So I am going to move myself uh, a wee bit of distance away from this wild magic Arlen. So can you cast that? Can you cast that spell while we walk? Or do you have no? To... Nope. I, I don't know. Ask your ask your dungeon master. De definitely not. No. No. Okay. So now we've spent another half hour here. In... Okay. No, we spent another ten minutes I'm here. I'm sorry. We've spent half an hour total since we decided to take the short rest. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or keep the short rest going. Yeah. So he's been here for forty-five minutes. Yeah. Okay. And actually, everybody roll for me wisdom that's not Arlen. What would what I now? have gotten? Just straight wisdom? Yep. Okay. I would have not gotten a 15? 16? <laughs> Four. <laughs> and what was yours, Kraval? 23. Okay. So, uh, Kraval, it occurs to you that Arlen frequently has his tides go off when he goes to bed, but this is the first time you've ever seen him have it happen when you've just stopped for a rest. Of course he would notice that. It's going to be like, hey, Arlen, you, did you need to get exercised. All right. We're never going to let Arlen sleep again. <laughs> and maximum exhaustion. Yes. We're going to kill you and resurrect you until you come back as a construct. Yeah. Why? What? So, so that you don't need to sleep. Uh, oh. I'm not going to bring it up right now because we need to get moving. I'm going to get everyone on their feet and start going down the tunnel. Okay, good. Are we still in dark elf form? No. Did you drop seeming? No. What? Because you did seeming before you came in, and oh yeah, then we are. Mm, I need to check. The... Is that a concentration spell? It might be. Actually, yeah, you just blew up. Eight hour concentration spell doesn't sound realistic. And it you is remember, not. It's magic. Yeah. So we're just sitting around in. Dark health form, probably not even singed. But you do smell vaguely of burning ledger. It's okay. Oh, and if it a creature wants to see if any of us are um, disguised and needs to roll an intelligence saving throw, except it can't do it against me because I have a cool ring. Anyway, if people are like, hey, why do you smell like smoke? We'll just tell them we're from California. Oh. Eh. Okay, or so any of the Western United States at this point, really. Yeah. Are we going to be moving down the hall? I guess so. Now, how are we going to do this? Are we going to send Ninja up ahead? Yeah, I might as well. So we're going to just do it uh, like you did before, where you kind of stay about uh, 20 feet, 30 feet ahead of them, and then everyone can stay in the uh, the pass without the trace zone, or are you just going to skip pass yeah. without a trace and and, uh, and just uh, um, soldier I'll, forward? I'll do pass without a trace just to... Help us also. That gives plus ten to everybody's stealth rolls okay. on top of whatever you already have. Okay, real good. And so uh, you guys take off. Um, obviously, uh, Adri is just sort of at the the uh, edge of your vision there in the front, and uh, she kind of skulks down the the hallway ahead of you. And the uh, tunnel. It's you're actually kind of glad that you didn't go after the uh, the mage because the tunnel. Um, starts winding and twisting it's still big enough that a cart could go through it but um you know you probably would if even if you could have seen the mage you probably would have lost her pretty quick uh because there's all sorts of stalactites stalagmites and things like that little uh hobbit holes and things like that that uh, one could hide in so um it would have been it would have been a difficult pursuit without some uh, way of detecting her um and it just kind of goes straight-ish you know windy twisty but uh linearly down and actually starts going at a pretty good descent down um and then you um get to an open cavern area and you can hear distantly the sound of running water but it's kind of way in the distance and you um, realize that the cavern is bisected by a really 
uh, like endlessly deep chasm. And that's where the sound of the water is coming from. Somewhere way down at the bottom of this thing is, in fact, a uh, stream that actually seems to be rushing along pretty good. And the chasm is about 50 feet um, wide. And what they've done is they've actually gone and strung a rope bridge across it. Um, it's got little planks of wood. You're not really sure where they got wood from down here, whether they imported from the surface or they've got some sort of source down here in the underdark. Um, and once again, just big enough that you could run a cart across it. Um, and uh, um, then, you know, the, on the other side, there is another archway and the tunnel continues a little further along. Can we see anyone here? It seems to be empty. Let's hustle across. Okay. So you're going to just zip across the, uh, the uh, rope bridge as fast as you can. Yeah. We see some, is the chasm so big that we can't see the other side of the bridge? Well, it's, like I said, it's about fifty feet across. So, so I'm. I think we should do a little. Be a little more careful here. If we have uh, some of these baddies, perhaps expecting us, it wouldn't be past them to have a, a means to cut this bridge when we're on our way across. Do we want to have the people who can teleport teleport across and? make sure the other side's held safely yeah let's do that now i have to see about sorcery point conversions you don't you have your cloak don't you have a teleportation cloak i used that today really uh, today today you guys have been going what? quite a few fights here really? like 12 hours ago yeah oh yeah. Um, like fighting so the two... trolls okay. mm-hmm yeah Ah, oh, that's still um, today? Mm-hmm. It's been quite a while. Yep. So I'm going to get rid of my first level spell slot, and that gives me four or two, and I have to take off three, which gives me one left. So I can I can teleport now. I do have to get... I believe I have to get 20 feet onto the bridge, though. Yes, I do. Hmm. It, only, it only goes 30 feet? Mm-hmm. Okay. So are and Adrian, you you can shadow step sixty feet. Yeah, right? I got a sixty foot range. Can we make sure that the bridge isn't like set to collapse instantly? Give me an investigation check. I'll help you with that. Me too. Okay. Well, I got a seven. Six. Looks good to me. Yeah, it looks it looks fantastic. Looks the, the bridge is uh, right. a, a a marvelous bit of construction. Nothing could go wrong with it. Can I, can I try to see? That makes me what very it, If it looks like a sabotage type bridge. Sure. That from makes the other me, side. In, in fact, you'd probably be the one most know. likely to be able to spot drow sabotaging. Am I rolling investigation or perception? It would be investigation. Okay, I got a five. I am you not got a paying 16? attention. Okay. And, uh, you know, the... the uh, you see all the, the lads here, um, and they're like looking at all the wrong ropes to look at to see if it's been sabotaged. And uh, you, you actually do, do uh, go and, and start looking at the undersides of the ropes and things like that. And it does seem to be um, perfectly sound. Okay. So, Arlen, why don't you hop across? Yeah, I'm going to go 20 feet and then teleport. Okay, so um, Adri shadow melds one side to the other. And... Um, you know, appears on the other side, and then you see uh, Arlen go about 20 feet across the bridge and just bamf to the other side. Oof. Just turns into a mist and, and glides over there. And uh, so they're on the other side of the bridge. And so uh, what's the rest of you going to do? I'm going to dash over. Okay. And uh, the paladin and the uh, cleric? Uh, let me go first because of how much more I weigh. And then if I make it across, you should be good to go. Or we can do it the other way around. Up to you. I think I'll, you go first. Okay. Just steady my gear and start walking across the bridge. Okay. And um, you are about halfway across the bridge there, Craval. And all of a sudden, Adrian Arlen. Um, and then um, Noan would be just about uh, done crossing the bridge. He's on, on just the, the threshold on the other side. But uh, Adrian Arlen, um, you're, you're, you're looking back to see what's happening with your fellows going across the bridge. And all of a sudden, you just hear the sound of booted feet behind you in the passage. 
and they're coming at a full run. And you turn around and about 20 different drow come pouring out of the passageway and um, form basically a skirmish line across that. And then um, Cotter, at about that same time, you know, you're, you're seeing this happen on the other side. All of a sudden you hear the sound of boots hitting the ground behind you. And you spin around, and similarly, there's about 20 drow that were perched in various cracks and crevices in the ceiling that have just dropped to the ground and are blocking that end of the room. Well, that's not good. No, it, it's not. So we have like 40 of these punks that we got to deal with. Yeah. What's underneath the bridge? An endless crevasse that goes down to some rushing water. Oh. Well, it must be Tuesday. Yes. And all of a sudden, you guys hear a voice coming from behind the group at the far end of the bridge where um, Adri and, and Arlen and, and Noan are. And the voice says, Now, now, we don't need to be involved in anything unpleasant. It just depends on how reasonable we all want to be here. And you see a male drow, pretty, uh, pretty sizable, um, kind of shouldering his way sideways through the line of, of skirmishers. And he says, I am only looking for the return of my wife. I'm sorry, what? And Adri? Yeah, I'm sorry, what? It's Varus. <laughs> uh... And she makes that noise. In which case, four sets of eyeballs all turn and stare at her. Yeah. For my reply, I just sharpened my tiger claws against each other. I think my, my answer is quite obvious. Do these guys look a lot stronger than the guys who we just beat up in the other room? Uh, they look a little more fearsome, yeah. So it's probably not something we can just, like, fight our way out of. Oh, we can try. Well, I'm getting off the bridge. I'm going to continue across the bridge. And they don't uh, make any move to uh, to stop you doing that. In fact, the group over there seems to be pretty confident. I would be too. Keep in you mind, might you might want to come across then, there, uh, Sir Cotter of Potters. Yeah, you're the only one on that side of the bridge. That's not true. I have my crystal pet too. But yeah. Well, I'll kind of. This seems like a pretty tight spot for us to all be in, so I want to just kind of lower my guard and say, if we go with you calmly, will you promise not to harm anyone here? Of course, he says. I've only been looking for you, Adri. It was so nice of you to come back. They come with me. Of course. They are, and he bows deeply with a big arm flourish. My guests here in the underworld. Don't forget, we do look like drow. Adri, so. what's going on? This might have been the reason I ran away. Uh, and and he, so, he kind of steps back and puts a hand on his chest and says, I'm so injured. <laughs> but at the same time, Adri, I'm gratified. I want to see if he's deceiving us because I don't trust him. A roll for me inside. Probably is. Noan just is. As to six, I think he's probably telling the truth. Um, yeah, you get the creepy vibes from him, but you do feel like he's genuine. I'm going to cross can the Can I bridge. roll to see if I, I can figure what his motives might be here? Yeah, definitely. Um, and roll insight on it. Ten. Um, he seems as inscrutable as ever, but I mean, he seems to want your presence. I am very scared. I think as long as we comply for now, I'll just, I'll whisper this, of course, I'm not going to say this super loud, but as long as you guys keep a low profile, you keep your spell up, we should be okay. Then we'll figure it out as soon as we get there. Okay. We okay. About... How far is he from the edge of the uh, crevasse? Um, he's just come through the gap at the other end, so he's probably 20, 30 feet away from the, uh, the crevasse edge there. Just, you know, just had barely come into the room. You should entice him to come closer. I don't think we're going to win this fight, dude. 
we can push him off. Okay, but then there's the other 40 people. And this is why Caval yeah. adopted no one. <laughs> yeah, let's let's comply for now and then figure it out once we get into the city. Because we need to get into the city. We don't need to yeah, fight and but die. I mean, either one of us could take this guy down and just kind of slow fall down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, then and watch him splat. Boss. I don't think it works that way. And, and we need rest... to get into the city. This is a really easy way to get into the city. Also, the rest of us will be very happy fighting the other... 40 down a person while you just fall real slowly for a while. Especially Cotter over there that's 20 I'm, to 1. I'm crossing the bridge right now. <laughs> he did He did go, I'm crossing the bridge. I didn't. It's, I said, I'm crossing the bridge. He went, I'm crossing I the mean, bridge. if we cross the bridge and cut it, we only have to deal with 20 of them. Unless they can jump really far. Can all drow shadow step? No, it's, it's a monk thing. Nice. And it's a ninja monk thing. Wow. Speaking of class abilities, how much more time do we have on the spell? About six hours. Okay, and you have no more spell slots? I have one first level spell slot, which gives me one second level spell slot. Yeah. I have either or. And Tides of Chaos! Woo! And nothing bad ever happens with that. Yeah. Okay, um, so what is your decision? We'll go with him. Okay. Um, and uh, he uh, obviously he gestures to your belt line and says, um, of course, we will need to uh, have you deliver your weapons to us just as a sign of good faith. And I'll just kind of look at no one and be like, that's fine. <laughs> For you to say. So I have to take my claws off? Mm-hmm. Uh. We'll be fine. Okay, are you going to uh, deliver your weapons to the uh, the folks? And and by the way, Cotter, after you started across the bridge, the 20 other people started following across the bridge after you. Bridge. It's an easy way to get rid of 20. Snip, snip. Yeah, and instead we'll just have to fight 20 and then the rest of the city. My concern here is that he might know that you guys aren't... Uh, wait, did the did the seeming go down when we had the encounter earlier? Nope, it's still up. You still look like Drow. So, yeah. so no one even knows that that we're anything other than right. Drow. Yeah, we. Yeah, and how did he know we were so, coming so, right now? And how does he know it's me then? Because I'm a half Drow. Because so I didn't... look a little bit different. So. So maybe it's that you're a half Drow and you. I don't look think a little you, bit different. I don't think you changed. Did I not? But I thought that I put up with seeming because I wouldn't be as legitimate as if I was a full drove. I don't. Yeah, and I had so. the circlet of disguise too. He knew we were going to be here. So, I mean, how fortuitous that he shows up at the crevasse right at the moment we enter the underworld, right? What's going on here? Someone yeah. let him know. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if there were spies even our whole way here before seeming went out. And so. I'm sure that he knows that we're all not who we appear to be well and if you remember in the last fight when you got to the taxation station the uh gal in charge did say that um you know she knew you were from the from the overworld and that their spies had reported that to you stinking guy with the at panther. the very least it might help us not turn as many heads if we keep seeming up even well, we if have, a couple of them know we have six hours so Okay, so back to the original question. Are you delivering your weapons to them? Yeah, might as well. Okay. And um, as you hand it over, um, uh, so Kraval, you uh, hand the, the two-hander uh, flame sword to him. He can have the two-handed flame sword, but I'm keeping the glaive. And uh, he uh, takes a look at that Kraval, and he, his eyes kind of grow wide, and he turns to uh, you there, Adri, and he says, Adri? You've come up in the world. And he says, my compliments on your collection. This uh, is a most amazing set of weapons you've uh, collected here. Uh, we must talk more. This is an interesting story to be sure. Such relics of the old kingdom. And uh, Kraval, they do want you to, to uh, deliver the, the glaive to him as well. Obviously, I mean, if it was just a staff, they might be... Less inclined, but it's got a big old blade on the end, so they're a little concerned on that. They can it be won't be damaged, I can promise you that. It's a mark also of my holy symbol. 
I'm not giving it up. It's the only well, plan. then they're going to just kill you. Yeah. it, it It's They'll not going to get damaged. It'll be fine. Pick the battles here. God. Okay. And uh, I'm really not happy about this. Yep. Maybe and think of changing your holy symbol in the future. Also, don't it's we attached have attached to the glaive? Don't we have a like a warhammer stored in someone's bag of holding somewhere? So we do have some weapons hidden. You do at least have that one. Okay, and you yeah, go. I'll, you guys go along peacefully. Um, I'm only going to give my daggers because I can hide everything else very well. Um, what are you going to try to hide? My wand, because I have. That's these... pretty obvious. Really? Yeah, especially to Drow who use magic regularly, they would recognize that in a moment. But what if they can't see it? Well, there's a possibility. Give me a deception check. Deception? I think I'm trained in that. Nope. Persuasion. <laughs> these are probably not the people you want to try to deceive. They might be being kind to us now, but if Especially they find they out later... They have an army that they were married to should not be talking right now. 13. Yeah. Um, you hand over in, in one of the uh, uh, females who, you know, dressed in ma mage's robes, points to your waist and says, and that too. Oh, I forgot about that one. Are you sure? She says, I'm quite sure you did. Remember, you just failed the deception. No, I know. I, <laughs> so for the record, I still have my caltrops and my and my marbles. They're kind of tucked away. Yeah, they we would not innocuous. want you to lose your marbles. Well, yeah. too late. So I, I, they can have the short bow and my dagger and my claws, but those little goodies I have yeah. tucked away deep in my robes. Yeah, they don't even seem to notice them. Um, any more subterfuge, or are we just going to go mm -hmm. along peacefully at that point? So we do have that one Warhammer in a bag. But I think besides that, turn the rest of it over. Very well, good. I seem to have not sold things, so I have like a sword and two javelins and a heavy crossbow and the other sword that I actually use. Just like keep pulling out weapons and <laughs> handing them over. It's like, oh wait, forgot about this one. Like Mad Max from the third one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Barter Town. <laughs> it's like I've been carrying this long sword in my left shoulder. No wonder my pack's been so heavy these last two hundred miles. Yeah, it just it turns into a garage sale right here. Does so. include the dagger? What's say? Does it include my dagger too? Yeah, they they want everything. Okay. Okay, good. And are you going to go peacefully at that point? Begrudgingly. I mean, if okay. we haven't been going peacefully before, I think it's a real bad time to not go peacefully. Okay. But yeah. here's all our weapons. Now let's fight. And we'll comply for now. And um, Adri, uh, Varus takes your arm in what appears to be a uh, gentlemanly fashion, but you notice he's gripping you just a little too tight and leads you. We'll go with you, but you're not escorting me. And he says, as you wish, my lady. And, uh, you know, gestures for you to take off down the hallway. And once again, about 20 of the drow go ahead of you and 20 go behind. And you guys all start down the hallway and into the dark. And that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, first things first, um, a big apology for all the bird tweeting in the background. This was recorded during the time of the fires here in Sonoma County, and Jesse had to evacuate from her place. Uh, in uh, She was never in danger, but uh, they wanted to clear everybody out of the adjoining zones just in case the fire jumped the fire lines and kept on going. And so she had to pack herself and her animals up and go over to visit uh, Matt's place. And apparently her uh, bird Angus, uh, when other people talk, he wants to talk too. Uh, 
and uh, if you put him in his cage, he starts shrieking. So uh, this was about as quiet as we could possibly make it with the bird in the house. And it's kind of cute just to hear him, but uh, sorry about that all the same. And the next thing, of course, is the party and its investigation checks. Um, I didn't mean for the rope bridge to be a red herring, but boy, the party sure did treat it as that, didn't they? And it's hilarious because, of course, they're spending all their time investigating the bridge. And once again, nobody thought to look up and find the drow hiding in the crevasses in the ceiling. Um, and, of course, still the party has not looked up to see where the spiders are. And uh, as we made clear in the, the last episode, that's the mechanism by which the drow track their progress and act as their little spies. Um, so there we are. Um, and then the other fun thing was the multiple paths that could have gone on here. Um, obviously, at the start of this episode, I didn't know where the party was going to go. They could have gone back to the Drider Cave, like they mentioned. They could have gone back up the other way uh, out of the uh, Drow Caves themselves, or they could have kept going the way they did, uh, which is, of course, the path that they followed and what got us here to uh, the problem we were going to have. And things do look pretty darn grim for the party. Uh, they're disarmed, and they're prisoners. And uh, Adri's fiancé uh, seems to have them at their mercy. So what's going to happen in the next episode? We'll have to wait for that to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.